You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. What is going on, y'all? Welcome to another exciting episode of Blunt Talk. I'm your boy Zeus, holding it down today. So excited to be here. We've got a great show for y'all. Can't wait to get into it. Talk about two of my favorite things, cannabis and mental health. Something that, honestly, if you look, is everywhere right now, which is fantastic. Because growing up, mental health wasn't really something that was talked about. You know, even now, it is, it is still a bit of a taboo topic, right? You know, something as simple as checking in with yourself or checking in on your friends, you know, that, man, is not as easy as it sounds. And that's what I'm here for. Um, it's going to be a great show. We'll be talking about that. Um, a little bit, a bit of a background. Before we get started, I want to let everybody know, just wherever you at right now, whatever you're doing, whatever life has handed you, whatever the circumstances are for you currently, you are enough and you matter. All right? So let's start there because it's hard. It's hard to take a minute to recognize that you out there getting it. Don't forget that. I know you see everybody else out there on social media doing things like living their best life and hustling it up, but like you have to stop and take a second and recognize you on your own journey as well. Okay? So we'll start there. You're enough and you matter. Man, this show has been a long time coming. <laughs> so stoked to be on Hayes, to be here, meeting everybody. It was like a dream come true, you know? Um, been doing the mental health thing for a minute. Um, we'll get into my background in a second, but doing the mental health thing for a minute, have my own men's podcast for mental health, but have always just been looking to open it up, right? And to find, like, a people who have, like, a family vibe to, to take this project to the next level and really help a ton of people. And this is the spot. I can't tell you, it, this is the spot. Uh, especially because cannabis is one of the things that I am the most passionate about, I would say. Um, you know, for me, I'm from Fargo, North Dakota. Shout out to Fargo. Everybody out there who hears it goes, hey, wait a minute. I've seen that movie. I've, I've, I've heard of the TV show. It, it is the exact same one, most definitely. But it's, it's, it's not legal in North Dakota, right? Um, not yet. That's coming. They just started to do some stuff with, with medicinal and, and CBD. So they're catching up up north. But growing up, it was, you know, I went through the D.A.R.E. program. We all did that. Dare to resist. And oh, it'll ruin, you know, marijuana will ruin your life. <laughs> and then I was 18 years old. And I smoked my first bowl with my father. And that was it. I knew I was like, this is it. I really like this. This is great. This is something, like, this isn't as bad as everybody says it is. What are they talking about? But you get enough of that. And so to get out here to be in California where it is legal, 
where I don't have to be looking over my shoulder every time I'm rolling up a J. Like, I can relax with it. <sighs> you can breathe again. That fresh air and that sunshine. I love it. So coming from that place and being here is, is like night and day. You know, I remember my father telling me specifically. So, so after I found marijuana, right, I had a, I had a talk with my father. And um, my father has since passed on RIP Pops. But in, before that, we had some deep conversations. And he leveled with me about so many different things. You see, my father suffered from a serious drug problem. Uh, happened at a young age, just kind of circumstances of the way life happened and uh, kind of fell into it and, and, uh, and it had him. But he was honest with me about it. And he told me, I will never forget him telling me, you know, dude, out of everything out there, cannabis is the only thing that makes me feel calm, makes me feel in control, makes me feel normal, and like I can breathe again. And at the time, I didn't understand that. Straight up, I was like, okay, word. <laughs> right? You're an 18-year-old kid, and you just like, you nod and act like you know exactly what's going on. But now, as a man, mm, that is so real. Those words ring so true. So, so true, because alcohol is crazy up where I'm from, right? Because there was no access to anything else. And the number of DUIs or the number of bars per capita is ridiculous. But out here, it's different. Right? Oh, it's the Wild West. Eh, it's just a different way of life. And it's fantastic. And I know a ton of people, including myself, who it has helped manage pain, it has helped manage anxiety, depression, all those different things. So while it may not be a miracle drug, it's pretty fucking dope. <laughs> right? I think we can all agree with that. Most definitely. I want to talk about the why for this show. You know, why Blunt Talk? What's it all about? Cannabis and mental health. Well, this all probably started back in last summer, right? In the pandemic, everybody's locked up. Everybody's inside, you know? You're trying to get out, do what you can, but, like, everything's shut down. Everybody's stuck with their own shit. <laughs> you got nowhere to go. And you just got to sit with yourself and the people you're with. And... Yeah, I suffer from depression from a young age. You know, that's something I, I'm constantly, like, managing and, and dealing with to keep as high vibe as possible because it, it does, it takes work. So shout out to anybody out there with, with depression right now who's, who's going through it, who's doing a damn thing. I see you out there, right? But I'm going through it, and I'm in the house, and I'm having conversations with my friends. We're doing Zoom parties, right? We're having phone calls. Everybody's doing big video chat meetups. And that human connection was everything. Because everybody's watching TV, everybody's playing video games, you know, you're doing whatever, you're trying to work out, trying to maintain your body, your diet. But it's hard when you're stuck inside and you don't have to do shit. Because everybody says, do nothing. And it's cool at first, right? But if, if that's not what you prefer, that gets to you pretty quickly. And, and, and the shit can add up. 
and it builds up very quickly. And we're very good at lying to ourselves. Everything's fine. You think about how many times you've used that when that's not real. And we say, it's okay, let me just distract myself with this. Let me start a new TV show, right? Maybe I'll try a new hobby. Maybe I'll pick this up. Maybe you put some effort into it. Maybe you pick it up fully. Great. If you learned a new hobby and use this time to grow, I got love for you. If you didn't, I still got love for you. Because it wasn't easy. And it started to add up on me. And these conversations I was having all had the same common thread, (laughs) y'all. People were suffering. Because this whole thing with COVID has been a motherfucker mentally. Right? I think the toll it's taken on people mentally and emotionally is just as great, if not greater, than physically. All that fear, all that trauma, all the shit that's going on, the madness in the stores, people hoarding things, people worrying if they can eat, wondering if they're going to be able to pay for shit. Mentally? See ya. It adds up. Hoping that your unemployment comes through. People still had issue with that. How many people didn't get their money? So everybody was dealing with something. Everybody was fighting another pandemic on top of the pandemic that you could see physically. And it was hard. But we still here. If you made it, we still here. And during these conversations, I was like, man. Everybody would always tell me that. I would always make a point to tell people I love you. When I talk to my people, my friends, my family, hey, man, love you. You don't have to say it back. It ain't about that. It's about the love. It's so you know. Because life is fragile. It'll be gone in an instant. Seriously. And so we'd have those conversations and people would say, hey, man, it's so great to hear your voice. It's so great to talk to you. Thank you so much for the, for the love, for the positive energy. I miss you. That's humanity. That's who we are as people. Relationships and connection are everything for us. And we don't realize it until we're stuck inside the damn house, unable to connect with people. You couldn't hug your family? You're afraid to hug your family. When in your life have you ever felt that much fear? That's taxing. That sucks. Fuck that. I experienced it. It's okay. We're still here. Stronger. And so I said, you know what? I gotta be, gotta be a way to help people. There's gotta be a way to have these tough conversations somewhere, on air, on a platform, whatever, to just get it out there. I just want to bring people in and interview them and talk about real shit. That's it. Blunt talk. Real people. Real stories, real shit. That's what you'll get every single episode. That is a promise. And I wanted to, I wanted to know people's stories. What are you going through right now? Does talking about it help? Can I help? Because I started to share my story, and as I was sharing my story with other people, they opened up to me and started sharing their own stories. Let me give you an example. Where I knew you had just have moment in your gut where you just fucking know something and you're like, yep, Ain't nobody tell me shit about this. This is a yes. This is a fuck yes. 
Well, I decided to create this, this podcast for men's mental health. Because I'm like, that's a conversation that nobody is having. Not even me, with myself or my friends. But whenever it came up and we talked about it, it was the most enlightening shit I'd ever heard in my life. And I'm like, we need to keep this going. That's a spark. Gotta keep that going. And so I flew out to the East Coast. Shout out to my boy, Peso. Manny Peso. I called him. I was standing in Costco working a shit job that I hated for not enough money in a pandemic where the it wasn't a good situation. Doesn't matter. And I wanted more. I wanted to use my time for more to do more shit. But I needed I knew I needed help. And so I called the first person I could think of and I was like, "Man, you want to do this show with me?" And he was like, "Yeah." Absolutely. I'm like, okay, I'm booking a ticket. It's September of 2020. Nobody done anything. The plane ticket was like $40. I went out there. And we furnished his apartment. Right? I come in there. He's eating off two TV trays. Got a big-ass, beautiful apartment. His room is set up, but, like, that's it. And I'm like, dude, let's furnish this place. And let's start a podcast. And I had already driven all over California. I'd driven up in North Dakota to get these microphones, to get this equipment. Like, I was committed. I had never committed to something like this in my life since I moved to L.A. to act in the first place seven, eight years ago. And I went for it. We drove around. We got microphones for him. We got the same mics, same shit. We got couches. We got tables. We got chairs. (laughs) And then, you know, we fucked around and recorded an episode of a podcast that never got aired, but it didn't matter because that's not what it was about. We were driving a U-Haul. We were whipping a U-Haul up in New Bedford, Boston area, Massachusetts, because something had happened to his car just before I landed. Like, you know, the universe telling you, like, if you want this, you have to work for this shit. I'm like, hey, let's go. But that's it. That's me. When it's, to, when it's time, it's time. And we were up there. We woke up one morning. This is the story that stuck out with me. We woke up one morning. And I'm packing a bowl. And he comes out and he's like, hey, man. I just got a call from one of my buddies. His brother just died. And I was like, no shit. So, I mean, it's homies to the rescue. We'll roll up a J and we're going to go over there. He's like, yep, absolutely. That's exactly what we did in that U-Haul. Drove up to a peninsula right on the ocean. Incredible. Incredible homes back in the woods. Met this guy, Catfish John. The sweetest dudes I've ever met. Never, never known who this dude was before. Walked into his place. And as soon as we walked in, he, you know, fell into Peso's arms and broke down ball and he's playing music smoking a J and we sat down and he's like I probably shouldn't be drinking you know and we were like man your brother just passed away we'll have a beer with you you know we had a beer with him we got our joint out and he told us a story about his brother and then he handed me the phone with a YouTube video 
of the last live performance his brother did of a song that he wrote. He's like, I've been crying walking up and down the beach all night. Listen to this song on repeat till the sunrise. I just laid in the sand. And I watched this YouTube video and I could feel the soul of his brother. I could feel the essence of this man in this video. And I got emotional. And I handed him the phone back and I was like, he was such an incredible human. I said, I never got to know him. But just watching this video and feeling his art and his passion, I can tell you that he was a great man. And I'm so sorry for your loss. And we were there for maybe 15 minutes. We got up to leave and I gave him a hug. And he squeezed me real tight and he was like, thank you, brother. I love you. Thank you for coming here. I had known this man for 15 minutes. I said, hey, I love you too, brother. If you need anything, you reach out, okay? I'm only here for a short time, so I can only do stuff physically for a minute. But you got my, you take my info. And I'm always around if you need it. Doesn't matter how much you know about me. And we left and we went outside and I just could like feel it. I was like floating and I was like, this is it. We've got to help people, right? We've got to let people know that they are not alone. Because so many people that you know right now, I guarantee you this shit is real. So many people that you know right now feel alone. Just by default. Just because of what's going on in life. And like a text message or a phone call changes everything. Big facts. When was the last time you heard from somebody you hadn't talked to in a minute out of the blue and it changed the course of your day? Human connection, y'all. That shit is so important. Relationships, okay? Done enough, you know, smoked a bit of weed, right? Done some psychedelics. But been around a lot of people who have done way more of that than I have. And they all say the same thing. Your relationships are the most important thing in this life. Nothing else matters because you're not going to take any of it with you when you go. So, like, if you're thinking of somebody right now, hearing this, thinking of somebody right now, pick that phone up and send a text message or make a phone call. Family, friends, acquaintances, whatever. Doesn't matter. Life is short. Life is real short. And that's why we're here. That's why we started, I started this show, Blunt Talk. Because, y'all, you got to realize it can end in a second. So how are you using your time? Are you being effective? Are you doing the things you want to do? Or are you just trading your time for money? Okay? It's okay. I've been doing that most of my life, too. But, like, remember, you can have the shit that you dream about. You can see it here. You can hold it here. I'm sitting in this fucking studio right now. You can't tell me no. Like, you can't tell me no. You know what I mean? That's the best part about it. Like, the proof is right there. And, like, we didn't, you know, and none of this happened by coincidence, right? It's about the movement of energy. You know? And... Bless, bless the people that have been around me in my life and 
my family, my friends. I was raised by my grandparents. So, you know, and then lost my grandfather when I was seven to leukemia. So it was my grandmother and I. Love you, Judy. And we were rocking for, Christ, almost 20 years. Because then in college and after, I had to move home, different things like that. You know? But, like, I was raised by these strong women, my other grandma, shout out to Grandma Linda, love you too, both Lindas, that raised me to talk about what's going on in my life and not be afraid to talk about the shit that's going on in my life. Don't get me wrong, like, I got to smoke when I talk about things like that. You know, I, I like to. That's I just prefer it is relaxing. It is... You know, helps me breathe, helps me focus, and that's important. And whatever you need to do to help you focus and and get back to center and do the things that you need to do is is very important. So, you know, like, don't forget that. But but having these difficult conversations, y'all, it is hard. It's hard to check in on somebody. And just say, hey, man, how you doing? Like, how is life? Because I will tell you, when I actually ask my homies what's going on in life, how they're doing, how they're feeling, I can tell you that some of the most beautiful men and women I know in my life as souls are going through some shit when they're having successes and major life-changing moments. Happiness, children, weddings, promotions, different things. I also got homies that are dealing with struggles and challenges. But just be consistent, right? Have that conversation. Don't be afraid of it. You are not alone. They used to remind me that. My grandmothers always used to tell me. Okay? You're loved. You're supported. Just talk to us if you need help. If you just open your phone and Google the rate of depression, anxiety, even numbers of suicides since the pandemic, it's staggering. Like, it's, it's heartbreaking. That shit is heartbreaking. So, you know, don't be afraid to have that conversation. Real talk, okay? Blunt talk. <laughs> don't be afraid to have that conversation. And also, and don't forget to fall in love with where you're at right now. Okay? That, that is so important. Like, in this moment, the shit that is going on in life, like, there is beauty in so many moments in your life. Don't forget that. Right? I know we all striving for shit. I, I definitely am. And I know y'all are too. But don't forget to appreciate the moment and the things that you have right here, right now. Because you dreamt for what you have right here, right now. Back in the past. <laughs> you know? You did. You definitely did. Or if it's not that way and you're getting towards it, you know, it's going to be that way. Just be consistent. Just keep going. And there are tips and tricks. There are certain things that I personally believe are paramount to self-care, self-love, self-evaluation, you know, um, I think exercise is a big one. And, like, don't mistake me when I say that because, like, walking, going on a walk is exercise. 
I got a lot of people that are like, well, wait a minute. I'm like, yo, chill. I get it. I get it. I used to be 230 pounds. I was a big dog. Walking is exercise. <laughs> it's subjective. Exercise is a subjective word. So just movement of your body in some way, some type of physical exercise that makes you perspire, makes your heart rate increase, something that is safe and comfortable for you. That helps me keep my mental space clear and on a positive tilt. And it's easy for me to slide to depression every now and then. I just came out of about of like three and a half weeks. <laughs> maybe five. Okay, maybe five weeks. Yeah, see? <laughs> but, but for real, it's okay. You know what helps me get through that? Exercise. Uh, sunshine. Sunshine is a big one. I had a, a doctor on one of my episodes for my podcast, and he was like, exercise, sunshine is huge. I underrated sunshine, too. It is, it is beautiful. Like, in the morning, I love to go for that morning walk. That's when I prefer to work out is in the morning because I just love that. Uh, hydration. Make sure you're drinking water. Water is sweet nectar of the gods. Oof. Always. I know everything with sugar in it is good. I, look, I'm, I'm guilty of that shit, too. Energy drinks. Mm-hmm. I know I love my sugar, too. But make sure you're drinking enough water. A gallon a day might seem a lot, but just just do it. <laughs> you need to do it. It's important. That stuff is important. And your diet, that too, that'll help with your sleep. You know? Try, there's also different variations. CBD right now, I will say this. Cannabis is just getting started. <laughs> so... If you're having trouble with sleep, if you're having trouble with anxiety, if you're having trouble with depression, different things like that, stuff that you're trying to manage, pain management, right? Because a daily routine is... I bet. A daily routine is another thing that I can't recommend enough. Just even if it's small, it'll help you. Because you can throw the exercise and the water drinking and shit in there and just do it all under one umbrella so it doesn't feel as stressful. And then it's little victories throughout the day. But CBD, if you're having trouble sleeping, if you're having trouble with pain, if you're having trouble with anxiety, there's tinctures, there's vapes, there's flour, there's oil, there's all kinds of shit. There's so many different options. And if you don't know a lot about cannabis, ask somebody who does. Because there's so, so many options. Like, man, it is the, the medicine is evolving constantly. They used to just call it pot. Because oh, you just smoke, it's just pot. Well, guess what? It's not just pot anymore. <laughs> Surprise. It's medicinal as shit. And it helps with a ton of stuff. Like, we're just getting started on CBN. CBN is the next wave. That's crazy. So, you know, there are so many different options. Look into topicals. If you don't like to smoke, you don't have to smoke it. That's what I'm saying. You don't have to smoke it. But adding it to your routine definitely helps. All my regulars out there know exactly what I'm talking about. That is, it is a paramount thing for me. So, you know, look into it. And do your strain research. Don't be afraid to do your strain research. Oh, my God, Leafly is such a beautiful resource. Because I've got certain strains that I'm all about. So that is, that is the truth. There are certain... Certain things that you find work best for you. So make sure you find, you know, what's best. You don't have to take everybody's word for it. 
<laughs> you don't have to take my word for it, but do your homework because it's that's good. That's important. Things can things can help you. You don't have to always be on pills and things like that. Creams are amazing. God, I just got into a topicals that changed my life. I hold so much tension in my neck and shoulders. You know, realize it. Self-care. Come on. Part of your daily routine. You won't regret it. Meditation is another thing that you can throw in there. That's big. And you don't have to be a Buddhist monk when you do it with the legs crossed and the om and everything. Like, you can download apps like Headspace. You can do... There's videos on YouTube where you can just listen to frequencies. That's a big thing I'm into. I listen to frequencies and just try to clear my mind and focus on gratitude. Part of my, a big part of my morning practice, and I think this will help a ton of people out there, focus on gratitude when you start the day. And sometimes it's hard because you wake up on the wrong side of bed. Been there. Oops. But focus on gratitude when you start the day. You'll be so thankful. Thankful for the simple things. You know, if you got somebody to love you, if you got pets, if you got a roof over your head, if you got food to eat, there's a lot of bad shit going on in the world, man. So don't forget to stop and, and be appreciative of, of the things that you got in your life. Because anything can happen, you know? So that's why I'm focused on that. Gratitude, meditation, and it's hard. Don't get me wrong. I fall off. I fall off. I'm honest. I fall off. It happens. You gonna do it. Be good to yourself when you do. Right? Try not to make it a habit. You know, but, like, if you can take time to smoke a bowl for ten minutes, you can sit and meditate for five. Doesn't have to be 30 to an hour every time. That's what I'm learning. That I'm telling you. That shit is helping me because I'm very, I'm very much like a person who's like, oh no, if that's, if it's too much to do, it's very my my like my my weakness. I would say, every now and then is I'm like, nah, just do nothing. I could just do nothing. That's easier. That anxiety is like, we should just do nothing. That's so much stuff. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, but break it down. Not everything has to take an hour of your time. You got this. That's another thing you got to remember, y'all. You got this. You've been doing this every day. You've been fighting these battles every day. So you're capable. If you're listening to my voice, if you within the sound of my voice, there hasn't been a day yet that's beaten you. You've had challenges and struggles and trials and shit like that. I feel you. Same. But you're still here. So there's got to be more. Right? can't just be more of the same shit there's like got to be more more <laughs> yeah so you're doing it and i see you i see you 110 percent. don't stress it if nobody else has said anything to you today i just let you know i see you doing it you got it it's hard man look and if you're in in a relationship of any kind Make sure you send in love to your partner. Because that's important. You know, we're all going through it, and it's very easy to forget that our actions also affect other people. I do. I'll be real. Yeah. 
absolutely. But I'm blessed that my girl and I can talk about that. But you got to check in. You got to be mindful. I never did that shit before. Being mindful of something like being mindful of myself and trying to focus on my bullshit has been like paramount in my relationships. Because as you know, somebody else is just going to mirror your shit right back at you. You're not going to be able to escape it. They say, what, honeymoon phase is three months? Yeah, it's all good. It can last longer. Just takes work. Just like taking care of yourself. It takes work. Hmm? Definitely. And another thing is, too, you got options. You know? With mental health, with all of this stuff, with with the things that you're going through, the things that other people are going through, you got options, okay? It doesn't have to be one size fits all, right? So what somebody says, what, what holds true for them doesn't necessarily hold true for you, and that's okay. You got to give yourself permission for that because it's your life and different strokes for different folks. That's just fine too. That's the beauty of it. In fact, one of the things I love is to find out the way people, like, have dealt with their trauma and, like, the way they've used it to help grow. Because we're all going through shit. Everybody's going through shit. Can't avoid that. That's life. That's part of being human. Like, how are you using it as fuel to better yourself? Because I have met some unbelievable people. I met people who have been in wheelchairs and who are walking again. And they were like, yeah, I, the doctor said I was never going to walk again. What? She's like, yeah. I, shout out to Elizabeth. <laughs> met this incredible girl at Hot Spring. It was great. Source of love and light. We were out, a bunch of friends, celebrating. And we ran into this great gal. She also works in cannabis. Booyah. Like... <laughs> The right people find you. You know, she had just made a comment. We had our dog there. She had her dog there. She was dope as shit. And then we found out her story, how she had been in a wheelchair and overweight and the doctors, you're never going to walk again, this and that. And She was trim and fit. She was killing it. Living her best life, getting in and out of the hot spring, no problem. You never know. You never know. What? It's a combination of willpower and I use cannabis to get my life on track. Huh? Wow. Whatever they make that line, whatever you smoking, I want some of that. Yes. <laughs> Give me that. Incredible. That's the medicine. Helping people with seizures, depression, pushing for national legalization. Come on, let's go. I love that. Love just the way it's not such a big deal anymore because it helps so many different people. I had a phase with alcohol because that's where I'm from. Genetically, that's also a disposition. And 
everybody happens to fall into it. If it's where you're from and it's what everybody does, if it's a you, you be a product of your environment. If it's uh, if you're seeking it, and I just wanted to belong. <laughs> I just want attention or whatever, all of that shit. I want to go out and experience life and have crazy drunken stories and this and that. And like I do. But like there was a price for that. And there was so much stuff I couldn't remember and so much, you know, where it's like the more you tell that story, the more I'm kind of like, mm, okay, it's all good. Because you can get high and have a great time and not have to worry about it. But it was stigmatized my whole life. At least most of it. Till I opened my mind. And it's a hard thing to do, opening your mind. But it's well worth it. And that circles all the way back to all of those things we were talking about. Self-care, routine, exercise. And you can't pour from an empty cup and a lot of people are doing that or trying to do that or been trying to do that for a minute I was doing that for a long ass time oh man I would put my shit off for other people like nothing oh you got something going on yeah let me just drop whatever I got going on yeah that's no problem I'm happy to do that come on dummy can't be doing that they catch up to me every time they catch up to me and I just ignore it and try to <laughs> find some other shit to deal with. Can't do that. You're better than that. You're worth more than that. Guys and girls. Okay? You really are. And it's easy to forget. It's fine. Not every day is going to be a gold star day. Right? It's not... <laughs> Sometimes shit sucks. And you gotta let it suck. Because it'll get better. Sun can't shine all the time. Yeah, yeah, cliche. I get it. It's real. I mean, unless you live in L.A., then the sun is always shining unless it's two weeks of the year in December. <laughs> so keep your head up. And be strong. And be bold. I'd be consistent. I can't wait to get into this show with y'all. I can't wait for some of the guests that we've got lined up to come on here and do some blunt talk. We smoked already before this, so I would be smoking, but we could in that good spot. It's the first one of the day. You know, the first one of the day is the best one of the day. So you got to like... Revel in the, the the afterglow of that for a minute. You got to let it sit, let it marinate. That's what I was taught. I used to rush that. I used to go like bowl and then have to go another bowl. And it's like, yeah, but like what if you just did the first one for a minute and just chilled? Yeah. That's that shit. This is going to be fantastic. Can't wait. Y'all can write in. Would love to hear some feedback on topics, things that people are going through things that you're working on, stuff that you would love some tips and tricks and advice on. Because listen, man, everybody has a story, okay? You got a story. I got a story. But we're the same. It's not, it's not about that. It's not about, 
oh, I don't have shit going on in my life. No, you do. And we have things that we can relate on. And sometimes hearing about your shit helps me with my shit. It's as simple as that. It's not always about I need a hug and, you know, sometimes I just need to hear it. It's hard enough for people to open up. Not just men or women, people. Hard enough for them. But the most rewarding thing on the planet. And your story could help so many more people than you know. That's what I focused on my other podcast. I would tell those, tell all the dudes. I was, we always do the same thing. We always smoke before, or if they want to have a drink, that's cool too. Whatever makes you comfortable. Because you're telling your story. And that's what we're about here at Blunt Talk. Real people. Real stories. And real shit. Because there's enough fluff. Look, we live in the age of social media. And I'm so sorry about it. Because it's, it's such, a, such a downer sometimes. Listen, you're trying to live up to everybody's curated content. Nobody's posting on Instagram how shitty their life is or how they're broke or how, you know, like, I mean, maybe they are, but I don't see it. Everybody wants to look good for other people. You don't have to live up to any of that. You just have to live up to what you want in your life. And it's hard because, you know, you see people balling and doing all this stuff, but, like, they're struggling too. They're going through shit you don't know about. It's just a different level of it. They're not showing it either. <laughs> right? So scroll less through your phone and be present more. That was something I had to do. That shit is hard. These little bricks, I don't even know where mine is right now. That's good. But these little bricks, I'm full of shit that I just want to distract myself with all the time rather than deal with stuff or look at shit. I'm on Reddit. I'm big on Reddit. Or social media. You get through all of that. Instagram, Facebook, Snapchats. And then, like, there's that pressure to post or, you know, the shit with the DMs has changed everything. It's toxic. It's, it's, a, it's an environment that can get real toxic real quick. And it can have a big effect on you. I don't have the information right here. I should have. I should have my phone to look it up. But there's plenty of studies about the problems that social media bring. I know you know. I'm blessed to be at a time where I didn't get my phone till I was like 8th, ninth grade. Look, I was a late bloomer. I didn't get my license till I think my junior, senior, I think my senior year. Yeah, my grandma was like, nah, you're going to run away and break the law and do all kinds of dumb shit. I am watching your ass. And she was right. She was right. They got it. They got it right because I'm still alive and I sometimes I'm surprised by that. <laughs> but I got a mission, right? That's, that's why I'm here. It's for the show to bring it on and talk about real shit. But you can't forget, dude. You live in a real life. I know posting and keeping up with it. If, if you balling and you making money on social, get it. I got homies left and right that do that, and I'm always in awe. I'm trying to learn, but 
It's a that is a skill set. Let them hate. Let people talk. If you know they don't like what you're doing, fuck them. Cause you're doing it, and it's what you want. Like, it's okay. Let them talk. I got no time for that. There's so many other things going on. Because the more time you spend talking or listening to the people that don't like you or don't want you to succeed all that, is less time you spend talking to people who do like you, who do want you to succeed, who are on the same wavelength as you. It's like the shit with Hayes. Right? Shout out to Press. Shout out to Stoosh. The King of Cream. He'll be on here. But he was one that connected us. And before I started this show, the one long time ago, that was the one where I'm like, dude, I would love to smoke and I would love to just be cool and like be chilling and have it and be in this like dope studio with this great backdrop, you know, uh, maybe some psychedelic, maybe whatever. I don't know yet. But I got in my head. And I was like, no, nah, don't smoke, because then when you smoke, you cut yourself off from a certain audience of people. You know, well, you don't want people to know. There's that stigma. And I was like, fuck that. Why does that matter? Why do I have to be afraid? Why do I have to worry about being judged? Because somebody else doesn't like it. Oh, that's right, I don't. Oh, yeah, okay. I can choose to not focus on that shit and focus on what I like instead. And, you know, that stuff will fall by the wayside. Now, some stuff you can't avoid because you live with people or whatever, but there are ways to deal. And this came about, and as soon as we met, I was like, fuck yeah, jump. You know that feeling when you ask for something and, like, you've been asking for it for a long time, right? You may prayed about it. You may have asked the universe about it. You may have... Whatever you process is, write it down in a journal, write it on paper and light it on fire. There are crazy rituals, and I got love for all of them. But you, you know, you ask for something, and the universe, like, brings that shit right to you, but then, like, holds it up right across that gap, and it's like, yo, it's right here. All you got to do is jump. And you go back and forth with it because maybe it's financially taxing. Maybe it doesn't line up with whatever you're trying to do currently. Maybe it'll affect somebody else in your life and shit. Whatever it is, right? Your brain is built to stop you from being uncomfortable. So it'll tell you whatever the fuck you want to hear. <laughs> but the universe is like, hey, yo. Jump. It's the last step. You did everything else. Just jump. Just take the leap. Just trust me that this shit is all going to work out. I can't show it to you. I won't show it to you. They won't show it to you. That's fine. Because sometimes if you don't jump, they're going to kick your ass off. This is Sparta, motherfucker. That is it. Gone. Drop you right down that hole. And then the universe will catch you and be like, see, I told your ass. And you're like, yeah, I should have jumped. That's my bad. But like, you learn. You start jumping on your own. Or maybe you're not there yet. That's okay, too. Big love to you.
you get there. Trust me, <laughs> you will. It's the whole point of this life. And, you know, you start trust falling into that shit and it catches you up and then boom, raises you way the fuck up a hundred times what you could even imagine. But it's hard to lean into that. It really is. I know it. Yo, I'm from West Fargo, North Dakota. Tiny fucking town. The only reason anybody knows Fargo is because of that movie and the TV show. People ask me when I come out here, North Dakota, you guys have electricity yet? <laughs> like, come on, yo. I know you took a history class. Uh... But my whole life was like, there's plenty of that. Oh, why would you do that? Why would you move to L.A.? Try to be an actor. You're just a number. They'll just chew you up and spit you out. Oh, that's, that's just a dream. That's foolish. But like, why is it foolish? Because you don't have the balls to do it? Because I gave my shit away and drove with a car full of stuff and slept on the beach. And then slept on a couch for two weeks, found a place. Eight years later, here I am. <laughs> Thriving. Now, if I listened to those people in that restaurant when I was bartending, or when I was working construction in the mountains in Colorado, and sweating in the sun and questioning what the fuck I'm doing with my life. People are like, you just do this forever. But I was making great money. I was in great shape. Mentally unwell. <laughs> like crazy. I came back home to move to L.A. before I moved to L.A. to save money, and this is the same shit. Oh, well. You know, you tried, LA. You tried Denver. Guess it didn't work out. Better be careful. Here, L.A. is expensive. <laughs> Everywhere is expensive. Yo, if you can see it here, you can hold it here. All right? I just got to say, I got so much love for y'all, for anybody going through anything right now, for anybody dealing with it, anybody winning, anybody losing, anybody in the thick of it. Love y'all. It's all going to work out. Trust. Trust in the plan. And focus on your mental health. It's going to be such a great show. You could be next. You could be on the show because you got a story to tell. Everybody's got a story to tell. And we're going to have such dope perspectives. We're going to smoke some dope weed, some great oil. We're going to hear some dope stories from some dope people. That's what it's going to be here on Blunt Talk. And I'm so happy to be rocking with y'all. This is the culmination of a dream. And I can't thank you enough for being here. And we're going to tackle the real shit because it's tough. And it might get ugly. Might be some testy subjects. I know I'm going to have my girl on here one day to do an episode on relationships. And that is going to be some real shit. So stay tuned for that. Big time.
a call, write in, whatever. Reach out to us. Let us know some topics you'd love to talk about, some things you're dealing with, and would love to hear a little bit more on. We're going to have experts in here. We talk about everything. That's a promise. That's what you're going to get from Zeus. All right? So remember, if I could say anything right now, this is how I want to leave to the episode with all these peeps, anybody listening. If I could leave some advice or anything to y'all, trust yourself. Okay? Because it starts from within. And I know the shit is hard and it's easier said than done. Okay? I've been there. I still go through that stuff every single day. You go through a million choices in your day. You don't even realize it. From deciding what shirt to wear to, you know, making important decisions throughout your day for your job. So focus on that. Focus on yourself. Trust yourself. And when your intuition tells you something, listen to it, okay? Do that for me, and it'll always steer you in the right direction. Before we get out of here, y'all, I just want to leave you with something. I want to remind you, all right? Wherever you are, wherever you're at right now in life, whatever you're going through, whatever life may have handed you, Okay? You are enough. And you matter. And nobody can ever take that away from you. All right? We love y'all. We'll catch you next time. Blunt Talk. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.